So, I'm pretty pissed off about the government lately. The Republican Party controls the House of Representatives, the Senate, and most state houses and governorships. They're using that control to give more power to the rich, to control women's bodies, and to roll back a generation of progress for LGBTQ rights. On November 6th, there are elections for 35 U.S. Senate seats, all 435 House of Representative seats, 36 governors, and 48 state legislatures. In two years, whichever party is in power gets to redraw all of those legislative districts except for the U.S. Senate. That allows them to choose their own voters. It's called gerrymandering, and it's gross. Republicans did it in 2010, and if we don't vote them out now, they'll get to do it again in 2020. Long story short, you have an important election in your state this year, and there are a ton of great candidates running. While the terrible things are happening in this country, there is also hope. It sounds cliche, but in today's political climate, it's important to remember that a better world is possible. We can have a country where sick people can go to the doctor without worrying about the price tag. We can have a society that welcomes families looking for a better life. We can have an economy that gives a living wage to every worker. We can have a world that sees an end to generations of endless war, but we can't make any of that happen if you don't vote on November 6th. And we can't stop there. After you vote, you have to keep your representatives accountable. They'll say anything to win, so it's up to us to make sure they get it done. Now, we want you to get out there and vote, so actors Noah Symes, Kate Jones, and I along with creator Sophie Kaner and Kevin Vibert, are running three contests for our U.S. listeners to get you excited about it. Contest 1 is the Register to Vote contest, and it opens today. To enter Contest 1, register to vote in your state and email a picture of your filled-out registration card or a screenshot from IWillVote.com or any other proof that you're registered to vote at the PenumbraPodcast.com. We'll assume you're being honest, so really anything works. We will randomly select three winners to receive a personalized, in-character audio recording from Noah Symes, Kate Jones, Sophie Kaner, Kevin Vibert, or me, so please make sure to include your choice as part of the entry. The contest is open for submissions until the end of the day on November 8th. Remember, in some states, the voter registration deadline is today, October 9th. In other states, it's already passed, and in some, it's coming up really soon, so make sure that you check the deadline in your state as soon as you can. The easiest way to check the deadlines and register online is by going to IWillVote.com. Make sure you tune in on October 23rd for our next episode, where we'll announce the details of contest number two. Ah, good evening, traveler, and welcome to the Penumbra. Take your seat, please. Take your seat. The junction lies ahead, so if you'll allow me just a moment. We are now passing through the shores of the Terminus. Our next stop, the Spiral Sage. tracks lead this way, friend Talfrin. Sir Angelo, I already said that there aren't any tracks. Well, do you suppose you could find some? I've been looking, but... <sighs> if the monster that Tokarilla is as sneaky as Sir Damien says, it can probably move through its habitat without leaving tracks. Well, have we tried teamwork yet? That always seems to win the day. 
Sir Damien, do you have some insight that might prove useful? A monster with a heart. It isn't possible, but how can I deny what I saw in his eyes or in that hound? Perhaps something that, when combined with my strength... Or Sir Talfarin's height. Or even in those nymphs in their way. Simple creatures, bloody creatures. But could one truly say evil? Oh, saint, write my course. This ship has lost its compass. All right, then. We'll return to you uh, later on. And friend Talfarin... Let's just stop here for a second. I'll see if I can find anything. Yes, we default to your lead, Master Tracker. Don't... don't call me that, please. Hmm. Sir Damien, do you see how the lad walks off? Shoulders tight, but posture slumped. What do you think ails him so? Perhaps he feels as though the world he's woken up in has lost its every rule. That if monster hounds be good and foreigners make great leaders, the world's spun off its course. Ground floats above and we are falling, falling into the swallowing sky below. Oh, saint, it all seems so simple once. No, no, I don't think that's it at all. Aha! Confidence! That's what the boy lacks, of course. It must be... Begats, why, Sir Damien, your posture is just the same. I shall boost your confidence first, and then move on to young Talfarin afterwards. <clears throat> first, I shall reassure you that you are one of the greatest monster slayers in all the land. But should we slay them at all? And is it impure of me to question? And an excellent poet. I haven't worried about that in weeks. Oh, for that simpler time. And I shall tell you that you are a very good person as well. Of clear moral standing. Do you really think so? Because... And with your self-doubt settled, we will move on to Talfarin's. But could we linger on your last point for just a moment? I've been unsure on that very issue for these Young past... Young Talfarin seems lost without his brother. You don't suppose that this is his first adventure without Mark? Did you see his expression when his brother had to stay behind in the swamp? And Mark! Oh, I misunderstood him for so long. Or did I? He builds a flaming sword, but doesn't maintain himself or his horse. Gets waylaid in the swamp by a broken horseshoe. A great warrior or a great buffoon? A great boon is right. Friend Mark has given us an impressive tracker in his brother. But when they separated, the boy looked as though he might weep. And if he's only ever quested with as impressive a warrior as Mark... Well, it's no wonder he's not confident in his abilities as a hero. Why, he's never been a hero before, has he? A hero? Well, these days I hardly even know what that means. Oh, St. Damien, lend me your tranquility. I have not felt it in weeks now, and I fear I move further from you with every step. Yes, that's it. A hero is born when a hero is needed. And if Mark, the mighty warrior, has conquered every threat those two have come across, then the boy has had no practice. Ha ha ha! There we have it, Sir Damien. We should take young Talfern under our wing and teach him the ways of the night. Surely that will restore his confidence? A sign, oh, St. Damien, please, any sign that I've not lost my way completely. On second thought, you seem very busy with whatever goes on in there. So I'll let you work those things out and train the boy myself. Just call if you need me. Sir Angelo, away! Up, 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 up. What ho, friend Talfern? Have you made any discoveries yet? Not really. I found some big tracks here, though, like huge pig feet. I thought an ogre at first, but they come in a pair and never get too far from one another, so it's probably an oni of some kind. Maybe orcs? If you're feeling ill, I recommend you breathe deeply, my friend. A warrior does not vomit unless absolutely necessary. No, I mean, that's what they're called. <sighs> they're going north, though, out of the swamp. 
out of the swamp? Then the scaly curs escaped. Drat. The ground's drier. There's some sand scattered around. We're probably close to another shore. Not just sand, mind. Salt. And a great deal of it. Why, these crystals are massive. Some of the most elegant specimens I've ever seen. Perhaps I'll just carve off... The end of the swamp. That would suggest that we are due south of the terminus. But if that's really true, then we're saved. (laughs) Ha ha! Saved, my fellow, saved! If those beasts have led us to the world's northern edge, then they've guided our hands to their own unmaking. Don't you see it, Sir Angelo Talfrin? But of course, with these impressive crystals of salt, we shall hew spears that sting unbearably even as they cut. Not the salt! No, no, my friends. We are saved by saintly providence, for you see, the Terminus Shore is the home of the Spiral Sage. Ha <laughs> ha, yes! My favorite of the sages, as I've always said. Who, who's the Spiral Sage? Yes, Sir Damien, I can't say I've heard of him. An old legend. All tales from the four ends of the world are old, as few men return from them alive. It is said that there stands a tower upon this shore, built not of brick or wood, but of a single spiral piece. And within that tower lives the spiral sage, an ancient prophet who can touch truth and time as easily as you or I can touch this sand. Hmm. Why, that's quite easy indeed. My parents spoke of his tale with all the reverence of the saints, but I admit, in my weakest moments, I wasn't certain he existed. Even the four ends of the world seem so improbable from inside the citadel. Yet here we are. If anyone can tell us where to find Rilla and how to free us from these monsters' mind-warping magic, it's him. But I thought you said humans didn't come out here very often. How's an old man been living out here for hundreds of years? He's immortal, of course. Mastery of time, Talfrin, you really ought to listen. But don't monsters have that kind of power? Monsters and saints, my friend. It's actually quite simple. Monsters break the divine rules that govern all things. Saints ask for permission from the powers above to bend those rules. And with that permission granted, they know their acts are good. But how are you supposed to tell the difference? Faith, my friend. The recognition that we cannot understand all things, but that sense lies deep within them, even if it is beyond our capability to grasp it. And that... That's what I've been missing. Of course. Uh, what? (laughs) Well, onward, friends. A great miracle, this. A twisted world has found its shape again, and the spiral sage will reveal it to us. Come, young Talfarin. A true knight never refuses a challenge. But guys, how is Sir Mark going to... find us? Ah... Wait! The humans will be given two more minutes to assemble their defense. I told you to stay calm. I am. You're the one who's been talking at a thousand... What we need is a strategy, a plan of attack, and we've two minutes to prepare it. You're a doctor. How many people have you killed? Um, none. Not one? And they let you practice in the Citadel. What kind of doctors are you used to? Ah, 
No, that must be why you're exiled. Pity. Court will begin in one minute. We have no time, so I hope you have some wits about you. You must follow my lead on this. Do you understand? I will listen to you on medical concerns. You haven't so far. I will listen to you on medical concerns when you aren't trying to trick me. But now that the law is our problem, we are in my realm. And you must follow my lead. I've been in court before. You have been in a citadel court. You northerners stay boarded up behind those walls so long that you forget you don't comprise the entire world. But... Courts, legal systems, even punishments the world over are dangerously different and fatally similar. If you walk into this expecting to present evidence, answer testimony, and appeal to a jury of your peers, then you and I will be fed to the beasts in seconds. I have been in courts across this world. Never a monster court, but I at least know what strategies work consistently, and so we will use our wits, and you will speak only when prompted. Any questions? You've been the accused in all those courts. Haven't you? The human's time is up! Follow my lead. We'll play dumb, glean their rules, and then talk circles around them. That is all. Thank you, bailiff. We will begin with opening statements. Humans, please proceed. First, most horrible Judge Helicoid, if I may ask a question, how are we to participate in your court if we know none of its customs? Sure sounds like you know what you're doing. Calm down. Quiet. I will have quiet. Humans, what you call customs are strictly behaviors that you creatures keep. Arbitrary agreements based on location and time period, and it hardly matters what else, have no place in this court. The universe has granted us free will and desires for a reason. So long as we do precisely what we please, we will be acting as the universe intends. And thereby will we ensure stability and balance for all. Except for the ones you kill. Cannot a breakfast be balanced? Therefore, this court has no rules... So long as we all do what we truly want, things will run smoothly. Well, that doesn't make any sense to me. Herbalist? Agreed. Are you sure? It sounds quite a lot like the saint's nonsense your fiancé is always... I don't think that makes sense either, but it's important to him, so I try to support him. Too good of you. Thanks. Not a compliment. Silence, humans! I thought you said we could do anything we wanted. Well, not if it's... Not if it's that. Yes... It's clear that you creatures have lived under the yoke of customs too long. Your ability, I say your very ability to act as you wish, has atrophied. However, we do allow accommodations for the, um, willfully impaired. Bailiff, would you be so kind as to tell them what they want? Of course, your horror. Right now. That's not thing? How is that fair? She clearly hates us. Ow! Bailiff is an utmost professional. A golem of my own prophetic slime created to enact the law. You can be assured that she will do her duty exactly as she wants to. I will be a model of objectivity and respect, your horror. Now... The two turgid abominations of unsettling solidity wish to please step forward. Go. 
And now, the two unreasonably bald apes wish to end their opening statements immediately! No, we... Yes, your horror. Very good. Very good. Now, bailiff, prepare the humans for testimony. What? In our court, the universe holds ultimate sway, and the universe has given us wants, desires, and needs that we may act out what it most wants to see. It is our utmost duty to do as we wish, because that is what will keep the universe entertained. Is that understood? Nearly. But if I could just ask... Four appendage freaks with skin like dried mollusks wish to tell their story immediately. Um, what story? The tale of how you arrived in this courtroom today, human. The universe will hear it, and if you truly have acted as you desire, it will find you belong here and let you go. If you have not, it will tell us the proper place for you. The creatures with perfectly good paws ruined by one fat finger which wiggles ever so should also be prepared for a question and answer session from the courtroom at large. Oh, and do feel free to elaborate, pontificate, and otherwise linger on the most interesting moments, hmm? We've still several hours before the sun sets, and I do like a good show. All right. We will tell our story with utmost respect for the universe's will, your horror. <clears throat> you see, I was to escort this doctor... Why did you stab me in the bum? Excuse me? You heard the beast. Why did you stab him in the bum? I... Pardon me, your circuitousness, but I thought we were to tell our tale now. The creatures with an irresponsible surplus of internal organs wish to recall the question and answer session they were informed of seconds ago. But shouldn't that come after... We're dodging the question, man. We just want to know why you stabbed the guy twice in his keister. Well, first, I would say that it wasn't as rare that I stabbed. Yeah, it was. No, it was your stomach. That's my bum! What even are you? Sir Caroline. Shut up. Hey, I got one for you. Hey, girly. How do your femurs taste? <laughs> so, no, I've never tasted them. You can see them. It was an inane question to begin with. You can't say that. The pigs got free speech, man. Yes, yeah, sweets. Tell them what they want to hear. No matter how silly it is. No matter how silly. My femurs taste like candy. Like I've got um big candy sticks in my legs, like uh uh like candy canes. Candy canes, she says. Girls held up by candy canes. <laughs> this is an embarrassment. You made me wear a big pink flower. Settle down, please. Settle down. One voice at a time. Now, thank you. Thank you, bailiff. Now, humans, what was your goal in infiltrating this courtroom? Hmm? An espionage attempt by the human menace, perhaps? Hmm? I'm bored of the human menace. Tell us what really happened. One voice at a time. One voice at a time. Sure, one voice. I want it to be candy canes up there. Yeah, man. Why is she here? I like her. Tell us, mate. If we all like you, the verdict can't be that bad. Yeah, yeah. Oh. 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 Oh
I'm, um, <laughs> we were just, as Sir Caroline was saying... Tell the truth, herbalist, and it's your head. I, <laughs> I mean, we're in your court because, uh, because of the lizard on trial before us. Because I think I might be in love with Lord Aram. <clears throat> I say... Uh, I think I'm going to be ill. This is too much, dude. Oh, you're killing me, girly. Tell us more. I wanted to kiss that lizard. I wanted to kiss him right on his scaly mouth. I was also thinking that might be a challenge because he doesn't have lips, but I thought we'd figure it out. Settle down, please, settle down. And I, I'm i already in love with someone else, and I don't love him any less because of this. If anything, I love him more because I appreciate all the things that make him one of a kind. I love his stories and his smile. I love that he makes me see the beauty in the hard questions, even when they make me uncomfortable. I love that he makes me grow, and when I look at Lord Aram, I get the feeling that even, even a monster could make me grow too, and in new ways, different ways, like a tree with branches and they're growing different ways two ways forget it the point is i want to spend time with him and find out if that's true that's that's beautiful man it is ain't it porcus i feel like i don't say this enough dude but i you know i yeah there's no pig i'd rather be magically chained to for the rest of eternity man me neither, Trotter. Me neither. <laughs> oh, how very touching. <laughs> I am furious with you right now. Good. Your circuitousness, that is, most horrible Judge Hancoid. Yes, the human's tail has moved me to tears, Bailiff. I'm but a monster after all. If you tickle me, do not I laugh? If you prick me, do not I spew a steady stream of pus across the room? Yes, but your horror! You have a message. A message, you say? But strange, I say, who could I possibly... Oh, tell it to me. Quickly, quickly! So I didn't follow your plan. So what? We're winning, aren't we? Winning isn't worth anything. I care only if we've won. And if you jeopardize that, then you've endangered many lives. So she cares about lives now, huh? It is my job. I am very good at my job. You say that a lot. And what precisely is that supposed to mean? Well, I rather think that wraps things up for this trial. A lot of excellent work, everyone. The universe clearly has enough to go off. Now, let's hear its say and process the humans immediately. That's enough! <clears throat> as entertaining as it might be to hear more detail, that is not what we are here to do. By wasting the time of this court, you are restricting our possibilities for future action and are thereby guilty of incarceration, one of our prime sins. 
I need not remind the court. <clears throat> Therefore, we will now move on to judgment and then relocation. Bailiff, if you would. Yes, your horror. The terrible pervert's compatriot and the aforementioned terrible pervert wish to make way for his horror slime. That we most certainly do. You're giving up? I would point that particular accusation at the untrained herbalist who acted however the mood took her instead of sticking to observation and strategy. The trial was rigged, Sir Caroline. And I've made my way out of rigged trials before, without interruption. Yeah, well, your strategy stunk, all right. I was just doing what the woman in the crowd was suggesting. What woman? Play for time, sweets. The sun's on your side, but you need time. Her! The one who just shouted at us. I hear nobody except for you, herbalist. Sunset draws near. Very near, actually. Which seems odd. And court must close soon. So, therefore... Oh, universe, speak through me. Etc., etc. Judgment! The humans have wandered from their path. They must be sent to Fort Terminus immediately. I say it must be done immediately. What? Well, that wraps things up. That's all. Case closed. Now, guards, Porcus and Trotter, if you would be so kind as to transport the humans to their holding cell, we can get on with the next... Closing statements! Hmm? What's that? Who said that? Now, speak up, will you? The trial's not over until we get our closing statements. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I want to hear the judge talk. Closing Closing statements! Well... <laughs> well, well. Uh, closing statements, bailiff. I can't believe you didn't remind me. Why is the snail talking to himself? He isn't. You really can't hear her, can you? Really can't hear who? Oh. But, uh, but your circuitousness. The message. Damn the message, bailiff. I'm the judge. Mm-hmm. I'm the judge himself, aren't I? And the sun should take half an hour to set. So if my audience wants to hear me speak, well, let them. Infinite power. Oh, and such a nice thing. That's my baby. Yes, judge. <laughs> You're too kind. Yes, you really are too kind. Of course. Of course what? Well, I'll just, um, I'll only be a minute now. And then it will be time for your official sentencing. And then off the world with you. (laughs) Yes. Uh, (coughs) My closing statement is... Your circuitousness, look, outside. It's dark. Don't be silly, male. If the sun has barely begun to... To... to set. Oh. Oh, dear me. So it is. Um. Spiral Court is now adjourned. We will open again for closing statements in the morning. Thank you.
Porcus and Trotter. The holding cells, please. Good night. What the... I'll tell you exactly what the herbalist. You have been taking advice from the only creature in this courtroom more dangerous than any monster. And you can be sure she'll come knocking for you again soon. There! Do you see, fellows, in the distance, that spiral tower? <laughs> the temple's oldest legends would never lie! The great spiral sage will surely save us! What ho! Rilla is surely saved! Yeah. Hooray! Come now, Talfrin. I know that you're the worrying type, but this must be cheering even for you, eh? No, I'm happy about Rilla. It's just... Do either of you hear anything? The tranquil breath of the waves, of course. St. Damien's blessing. Perhaps this shall be the path to my redemption. Not but the heroic beating of my heart, good Talfrin. And the impressive musical ring of this salt. Mm. Such rare structure to these crystals. I think I'll just take another little one. We've already stopped three times, Sir Angelo. No, no, I mean, I don't hear anything. Nothing alive, no seagulls, no fish, not even any bugs. A hush often hangs upon a sacred place, Talfrin. Of course it's quiet here. No, there are quiet days in the jungle or the swamps, and I've heard them. But this is different. This is... <sighs> Sir Angelo, can we please continue? Raising the boy's confidence? An excellent idea, Sir Damien. Raising my what? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Well, if you're concerned, then let us discuss how to ensure the success of our mission, hmm? For example, how do you think your brother would approach this situation? He is a talented strategist, and I find I learn most when taught by my loved ones. Like Sir Damien, and Sir Caroline, and your brother, and... I don't know what Mark would say. Probably something about how the shell isn't big enough for him to waste his time on. Hmm? I'm afraid I don't follow. That's what he said the last time we talked. That the salamander sword was supposed to be his big finish. The thing he showed off at the very end of our quest when he saved the day once and for all. Only now that finish wasn't big enough anymore because he already used it. And he needed time to prepare something bigger. That'd show him and he said I should go with you guys and help you find Rilla while he made something better. Talfrin, Talfrin, these are merely jitters. First you say things are too alive, as with the nymphs, and now they are too quiet. If one fears sound and silence, why, one must always be afraid. That's not... Actually, that makes a lot of sense. Then there is only one solution. Try not to jump to conclusions and find evidence Have to... no fear of anything! Finally! Okay, I guess a knight has no fear. No fear. No fear. No fear. Saints above, we've really found it. It smells rather like a barn in here. Hush, Sir Angelo. This is a sacred place. We are blessed to set foot in it. Though it does seem to have fallen into disrepair these days. But such a holiness... Mother and father told me about places like this one, but I never thought I'd be so lucky. I can feel the ancient power in my skin. Even my hair stands at attention. Can you feel that, fellows? I... 
can, actually. As can I. How tingly. Down here, you see, around the central dais, this must be where people gathered to ask of the prophet his visions in brighter, more reverent days than these. And that iron podium must be where the spiral sage makes his decrees. Iron? Hardly. That podium is made of... Well, it's clearly... Saints, I don't know what that is. So we're all just gonna... Oh, okay. And these tapestries on the walls. Fascinating. A tail, perhaps. Perfectly smooth, this material. And not a bit of give. An alloy of some kind, clearly, but not steel. Interesting. Saints, that's dense. Not even I could lift this. Sir Angelo. Sir Damien. Is it really safe for us to just... Wander in here? Stay by the door if you like, Talfrin, but I would be more afraid of what lives in those wilds than anything in a great sage's home. Too true. Unless, Sir Damien, do you think a great sage would have great house centipedes? I can't stand those things with all their little legs and... These tapestries are confusing. There must be some metaphorical meaning I'm not aware of. There's the sage, clearly, but he is surrounded by both humans and monsters. Hmm. Surely the sage will have the answer. But where could he... Ah! A hidden door beneath this extremely wet couch. That must be the sage's secret chamber. Now, to move it. What is this... What? What is it? What? My hands are stuck to this couch. That's a couch. What's all that terrible racket? A judge needs his sleep, I say. And it's only... It's only sunset? A very odd. But court ended with nightfall. Hmm. Hmm. And that could not have been more than a few hours ago. Saints above! I'm stuck! Who's stuck? Who? Who are you? Where are you, you pest? You annoyance, you... Human. An invisible human somewhere in this room. Ah, an excellent opportunity. Now we will see how one of the Citadel's strongest warriors dispatches this beast... Watch Sir Damien's strategy closely now, Talfarin. Okay. Where are you? I say, where are you? Confound that racket. Confound it, I say. Where is this helping you? So and so. Show him at once. Sir Sir Angelo, Sir Damien's in trouble. You have to save him. Do you think so? He seems to have that slimy fellow in quite the headlock. He's just stuck to the back of its head. And besides, man, you say I must save him? You misspeak, young Talfarin. A true knight respects unity, togetherness, teamwork. There is no Sir Angelo in team. It really seems like he needs help, Sir Angelo, so I think you should probably You just... must be more confident, my friend. You can slay the beast just as easily as I. Uh, no. And why not? Do we have to talk about this right now? A good instructor always listens. And now, I am listening. I've never killed a monster before, okay? I've helped, but I've never... You know? Now can you go save Sir Damien, please? Never killed a monster before? Why, that's... That's... 
just the thing I've been looking for. Um, that was really foreboding and everything, and I'm sure you had a good reason for it, Sir Angelo, but I'm worried Sir Damien's gonna break his neck if that snail keeps it up, so... You! Slime monster! Cease that shaking at once and fight me, beast! Hmm? More humans? An infestation? My privacy, I say! A complete violation of my privacy! Sir Angelo, watch out! He's very... Oh, I know, my friend, I know. That's precisely my plan. (laughs) Maybe you shouldn't say your plan out loud? Stand still, beast. A true warrior approaches now. A true warrior? A human? (laughs) I haven't feared a human in centuries. I say, you do not scare me, little creature. You are nothing. Blast you. Say something. I do not fear you. The universe speaks through me. You know? Prepare to meet your end, beast. (laughs) Oops. An accident. I have tripped. What? That was simpler than expected. Sir Angelo. Sir Damien. Did you just get yourself caught in this monster slime? Ha <laughs> ha, of course not. It was but an accident, is what they will think, when in reality I have given my young pupil the opportunity to prove himself a great hero. No, 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 no. He does know we can hear him, doesn't he? Ha <laughs> ha, they will call me Sir Angelo, the strong of body and teaching. I... I'm less certain of that than you, my friend. Sir Angelo, how am I supposed to do this? I'm not even a knight. Not with that attitude, you aren't. Just follow my guidance and all will be fine. Yet another human? Reveal yourself, boy. You are alone. You stand no chance against this judge. It's all right, Talfron. Remember that we are in the sage's tower. The beast must have him locked away in here. Find him quickly and we shall surely be saved. The spiral sage. Right. If he's that powerful, he can save us. Sage? A spiral sage, you say? <laughs> you won't be laughing when he destroys you with his divine power, <laughs> demon. And what, if I may ask, what is this sage's name? Sage Helicoid, of course. <laughs> oh, no. No, please, no more, please. Insignificant one, you've been misinformed. I am Helicoid, the Spiral Judge! No, 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 no. Then it's up to you, young Talfred. You can do this. Just follow my instruction. Yes, please, my boy. Listen to your teacher. (laughs) These quarters are too cramped to fight well. You must gain more advantageous ground. To the door! Fight this beast outside. (laughs) Don't just stand there. Run! I think not. But I do thank you for the tip, human. This will be settled quickly, I think. He is blocking the exit! Because you didn't move! But but, but he's so big, and if I get caught, it's all over, and, and, and... That sounds like thinking, Talfred. 
and we have no time for thought. Instincts are the means by which we move straight to action without once touching our minds. Listen to your instincts, friend. And remember, no fear. No fear. No fear. No fear. Ah, there you are, my boy. No fear. Ah, 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 my ah, chambers. Ah, oh, get back here. Contempt. Contempt, I say. This is contempt. And in you go. Close it, man. Close it. Close shave, dude. That one can really thrash. Fight me, swine. Get this slime off my hands and fight me. <laughs> you know, I almost like you humans. It'll be too bad when we bring you to the fortress and toss you off the edge of the world tomorrow. Hey, man. Are you sure that's kosher? Because, uh... Yeah, okay. So the trial ain't technically over, Trots. But all the judge has to do is say, like, five words and then we're done. Nah, brah, not that. I thought we didn't toss them anymore. Like, weren't we gonna put them in the work ca- Ow! Shut up, hambrains! Let's get out of here before you really mess up. This trial won't be the end of us. Do you hear me? Don't count on it, dude. Judge Helicoid isn't gonna lose track of time twice. (laughs) Give me back my sword, you cowards. This is your fault, herbalist. Me? How? Because you didn't listen to me. Because you decided to listen to that... That creature in the audience. That's right. I know you're out there. So show yourself. Witch! (laughs) (laughs) Meanie. (laughs) I knew it. Meddling in official duty. Citadel law states that I could run you through for this. Oh, with what? Your hands? Oh, those hands do seem quite strong, though. Forget I said anything. So this is how you're going to play it, then? Playing? Oh, I love games. When I win them. Have I won yet? Listen to me. You are not wanted here. We neither require nor desire your assistance. So if you can cloak your voice from me, you can cloak the rest of you as well and get out of here. But wait, why would she only hide her voice from you? Mm. Oh, just look at that face, sweets. Look at how much she hates me. Wouldn't you hide? I don't hate witches. They just don't belong here. She's no fun to talk to. How about you, babe? Can a little lost witch get some hospitality? Just a scooch. Don't do it, herbalist. I'll start by doing better than her. I'll call you by your name. Enlighten me. Rilla. And you? Rilla. Pretty, pretty Rilla. Mine is always Kwan Yi, no matter how much of my physical form I change, so please don't get confused. Oh, I know that sounds boring, sweets. But even when you're trying to keep things fresh... Something has to say the same where you might lose yourself entirely. (laughs) New forms? So are you a monster? No, no matter how hard I try. Though I think I get sick of being a monster eventually, too. Call me restless, curious, gorgeous. No. Oh, she's shy. Stop it, you're making me blush. But if you're down here... Then you got past the guards. I did. They're all dozing at their posts as we speak, dreaming sweet little vandals' dreams. They're so cute when they're unconscious. Then you can get us out of here. Get out of here? No. No, Rilla, you're thinking about this all wrong. Neither of you wants to get out of here. Not really. Of course we want out of this cell. What's your game, witch? (sighs) The cell, of course, but the prison? 
I don't think so. Because I hear that there's a reptile you're both after, and guess where he happens to be? In the prison. Aram, you know where Lord Aram is? I do. And you can help us find him? Herbalist. Not only can I, sweets, I am very bored today, and it sounds like just the thing I feel like doing. If the price is right. I knew it. The price? Don't worry, babe. I know what you're thinking. Can I really afford a witch? In this economy? And I'm happy to say that you can, no matter how poorly doctors are treated in the modern day. Low pay, long hours, exile. You poor thing. Because witches don't trade in money. We trade in favors. Rilla. Favor? What kind of favor? Nothing big. Just a percentage. Once you find this lizard lord... <laughs> well, we'll just talk it over then. You aren't going to hurt him, because I, I I, have to talk to him. And I'll be the only one hurting him, thank you. Please, you absolutely stunning ladies, please. The pay is negotiable. I won't take anything either of you want. We'll discuss what you're after, and then I'll decide what favor I'll take. I guess... If we decide together, then... Herbalist. A word. Not unless that word is yes. You are not invited. What is your problem? First you tell me I got us stuck in here, then you... You have never been in debt to a witch before, Herbalist. Well, I don't see any other option. You might not see it because you've hardly looked. This is serious. So what? Suddenly you care about what happens to me? I am a knight of the Citadel. Your safety is... Supposed to be your top priority. But where was this in the swamp? Where was this when you threatened to execute me or kept me walking on a broken ankle or kept interrogating me every second of the day? The monsters are destroyers, Rilla. If there was even a chance that you had fallen in league with them... So it's your job. And who cares what happens to the people right in front of you so long as you get to keep your job? Is that it? I've known you for days now, Sir Caroline. We have the same home. We even have the same weird, complicated relationship with that home, and it is literally your job to help me. And guess what? I've known this witch for less than an hour, and I still have more reasons to trust her than you. You failed. (sighs) Kuan Yi. Hmm? Oh, am I invited to the party again? I want to take your deal. We'll figure out payment later. Just get us out of here. In the interest of fairness, I should warn you, it's not going to be easy. The judge's sweet little boogers brought the lizard deep within these halls to Fort Terminus. (laughs) But that shouldn't be bad news for you, sir, should it? That sounds like exactly like what you wanted, in fact. And I can be very good at giving people what they want. Yes, fine. Let's just go. Oh, a jailbreak! Just us girls! How exciting. All right, then. Hocus Pocus, ladies. Now let's go have some fun. If you've enjoyed this tale, please consider donating to the Penumbra on Patreon. Our artists work tirelessly to bring you these stories, and if you have the means, we hope you will support our efforts. Every dollar helps. You can find that page at patreon.com slash thepenumbrapodcast. If you support us on Patreon at a $10 level or higher, you will receive access to commentary tracks like this one from actors Jason Mellon, 
M. Sutherland, Matthew Zonzinger, and Glenn Moore. But there's also all these additional characters. The Judge, uh, Porcus and Trot, you know, all of these different smaller characters are finally going to show up. So what I want to know from you guys is, either as actor or, like, from your character's perspective, either one, we are definitely spiraling, whatever it is, uh, towards a narrative point here, um, which is specifically all of our characters finally getting to meet Lord Arab. So... I'm curious, what <laughs> what are you uh, hoping uh, will happen when, when... You can also support The Penumbra by liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter at The Penumbra Pod, following us on Tumblr at The Penumbra Podcast, telling your friends about us, telling your friends to tell their friends about us, and especially by rating and reviewing our podcast on iTunes. Every rating, comment, and kind word spreads our stories further and inspires us to keep creating more and better tales to come. We would like to give special thanks to all who support us on Patreon, but especially to Minchowski, Camille Blanton, Ota Arcana, Christine Kim, Rowan Collins, Garrett M., Jay Yanazelli, Karen Z.H., Fiona Parker, Reagan, Ko, Kim Zygen, Aetha Lang, Vron, and Jamie Gunter for their incredibly generous contributions per episode. Thank you. Did you know that the Penumbra has merchandise for sale? It's true. The Penumbra has partnered with DFTBA to bring you the posters, shirts, and pins your heart desires. Just go to dftba.com and search for the Penumbra podcast. This tale, The Spiral Sage, was told by the following people. M. Sutherland as Sir Angelo. Jason Mellon as Talfrin. Matthew Zanzinger as Sir Damien. Melissa Enulet as Rilla. Leslie Drescher as Sir Caroline. Melissa DeJesus as Kwan Yi. Glenn Moore as Judge Helicoid. Stuart Evan Smith as Porcus, Michael Underhill as Trotter, Kate Jones as the Bailiff, and Joshua Elon, Cat Buckingham, and Simon Moody as the Ensemble. The Penumbra is created and produced by Sophie Kaner and Kevin Vibert. If you wish to know more about our ever-expanding, infinitely creative team of artists, musicians, editors, designers, and managers, you can read about them in the show notes of this episode. I'm afraid this is the end of the line for today, dear traveler. We hope you will ride with the Penumbra again soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.